Blog Talk Radio. Oh, um, no, um, not a clue. 
So we're going to kind of like discuss it a little bit tonight to kind of get his opinion on things. And then after he goes and we spend that week together, we'll have him on again and find out what you think of it. Now, I know you're excited for Star Wars land. We've gone over that ad nauseum together. Uh, one of the things that we haven't really talked about was there's a Pandora land. And I don't know if you're really familiar with that much at all. Got to say no. Yeah, you're going to be excited about this. It's uh, in Animal Kingdom, which you probably know nothing about Animal Kingdom either. Wait, there's animals there? Yeah. Um, the reason why I was trying to get Mark to go is because everybody kind of thinks it's a kiddie place. There's actually four amusement parks. There's Epcot, Animal Kingdom, Hollywood Studios, and Magic Kingdom. I have heard of Epcot. Yeah, Epcot is like, to me... A, Epcot has turned into an adult area because it doesn't have many rides. It's only got like six rides, but it's got a ton of restaurants, a ton of bars. When we go down, there's going to be food and wine festival, which is basically, um, boy, I, I should know this. I think it's two miles from end to end where it's just all countries. So you got like Canada, Italy, Greece, Mexico, China, Japan, all these countries are laid out. Each country has a restaurant, a bar, but when you got food and wine, they also have all these little kiosks along the way. So every kiosk has, like, these little sample items of food. So you can get, like, a chunk of filet for, like, five bucks. You can get uh, a little cup of cheddar's cheese soup with a uh, pretzel bread for three bucks. So it's cool. You can kind of go to all these different countries and kind of pick around the world while you're eating. And there's booze. May I interject? Sure. Question. You mean to tell me there's a place where I can get authentic, official Canadian Poutine? Yes, uh, there's a restaurant there, which is literally one of my favorite restaurants called La Cellier, and it's set up as like an old Canadian cellar, and the people that work there are actually from Canada, and um, uh, they have the most amazing steak on the planet, so if you want to do a good restaurant while we're down there, that's a place you want to go. All right. uh, the nice thing is, too, though, if you don't want to spend all that money for a decent meal, if you stop at their kiosk outside, they do have a couple different samplings from Canada. They have, I know they have a chunk of filet. They have the cheddar cheese soup, and they have something else. But you can do that as well. Um, so, yeah, like that's more of the adult area. Hollywood Studios is going to be your jam because that's where Galaxy's Edge is. Um, and it's, there's not a lot of rides there either. So that's more of a, like a hangout area. That's where we're going to do the meetup. Okay. That's where we're doing a dessert party, which Mark will be going to. Right. Excited for that. <laughs> And then uh, Magic Kingdom, I guess, would be the one that you would figure would be the most kiddie, uh, just for the fact that a lot of the rides are geared towards kids. That's where most of the princesses are. Um, but they do have some nice restaurants. They have – this is going to be the bad part you're not going to like. There's no booze in oh, Magic Kingdom. I'll live. That's not true. They have – you can get wine at Be Our Guest, but there's no kiosk. You can't walk around and drink down there. Um, and then recovery day anyway, so – yeah, we'll have recovery time. Okay. See, this is the, the reason why this is a good time for Mark to go with me. When I used to go, probably 10 years ago, I pre-planned everything. Like, I told you what time you had to be up in the morning. <laughs> I had every ride planned out, every restaurant. And now it's just like when we get up, we get up. We go. We do our thing. We eat where we want to eat. It's very laid back. And uh, I see a lot of people that do Disney. You're going to like it. Like, when you're just people watching. You can tell the people that overplanned. You can see them red-faced and stressed with screaming kids and annoyed. And then the people that are a little more laid back and sitting down and relaxed, and those are the people that are smiling and having a good time. But uh, the last place is Animal Kingdom, and uh, you're going to love this. It's 
it's got rides. It's got quite a few rides that you're going to like, but it's also got, um, uh, it's not really a zoo. It's um, a safari. A game park kind of thing? Yeah, you're going to drive through. They have these huge jungle trucks they drive through, and they have rhinos and elephants and monkeys and alligators and crocodiles. That's really cool. It's like a, uh, I think it's a 25-minute ride around, and they point everything out to you, and you check everything out. But it's also got Pandora, and I think you're a, fr- a fan of Avatar, aren't you? I've seen it. Yes, I, I liked it. Um, they've got an Avatar land there, and you know, with the movie, they had the floating mountains. Disney's actually recreated floating mountains there. So there's legit floating mountains when you walk in. And uh, they've got a ride there, which I can't wait for you to go on, called Flights of Passage, which is a it's a flight simulator. So you feel like you're on the back of one of the uh, the banshees. Yep. You can feel the thing breathing on your legs, and you're you're literally flying on this thing, which is amazing. And that's probably another thing I should ask you is, how are you with rides, and how do you like rides? Well, no fear. You're good with everything? Everything. That's good. Um, how about, like, um, rides that use, like, uh, like video? Do you get, like, motion sickness or anything? I've never experienced it, but no, I do not get motion sickness. Then you're going to be good. You're going to have a blast. And you know what's nice about that is there's a couple rides I don't like going on. I could send you out with my daughter. Oh, I cherish the moment. <laughs> They've got a roller coaster at Animal Kingdom called Mount Everest, and I'm actually good with, we used to be really good with rides, but as I've gotten older, they make me dizzy a little bit, being that I'm old now, and uh, this, this one ride, it goes like a normal roller coaster, but then it comes to a stop, and then it sends you flying backwards for a little section, and for some reason, that like it messes up my head, I can't do it more than once. And Maya's nuts. She wants to go on it over and over again, so I can pass her off on you. I'll go with I love my niece. I'll go with her. Yeah, and I probably shouldn't say this on my Disney show. Is We're actually going to go do a day at Universal as well, which is uh, – and I've talked about this a lot on, on the air. Is, uh, I love Universal. I have a lot of respect for the Harry Potter area, but I can't stand Harry Potter. My brother here is a huge Harry Potter dork. So he's Joke gonna have, yeah, you're gonna have a huge appreciation for that because the job they did in the uh, the Harry Potter areas are, are pretty amazing. I don't put them up there with um. I think the Galaxy's Edge and Pandora theming is better, but they recreated the movies better, if that makes sense. So you're gonna enjoy that. Um, and then as far as like eating and stuff, uh, we're probably gonna, we're we're gonna spend some time at Galaxy's Edge. The first day we get there, we have reservations for uh, Oga's Cantina, and then I believe we're gonna eat there that night as well. This is all news to Mark, so Mark's looking at me like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> I was waiting for Taco Bell. Yeah, we're we're gonna get there in the afternoon. I think we arrive at three. By the time we get settled, it'll be about six. We're probably gonna head right over to Star Wars Land and have Mark jump right into Galaxy's Edge and. Uh, there's a sit-down restaurant there called Docking Bay 7, which is very cool. Um, i got to ask you about this. There was a little controversy this week with that. In their original menus, everything in Star Wars Land is supposed to be like you're on a different planet. So when you talk to the cast members, they live on Batu. Uh, they work for Oga. Or they work for Doc Endor. Uh, and then when you look at the menus, it's not fried chicken. It's like tip-yip, it's called. So it's supposed to be like something from another planet. Last week, there was enough people that complained that they switched the menus over to what was actually in there. So it was fried chicken, 
instead of saying tip you. That throws off the whole experience. Yeah, I thought that was like the worst mistake. Luckily, after a few days of people complaining, Disney reverted back to the old menus that had the, the different names. So I'm glad they did. I like how dumb are people? It's not that hard to ask, like, what is this? well, if you looked at this menu, it said tip yet, but underneath it said fried chicken, mashed potatoes. But there were people that looked at it and, like, their head spun, like, where's tip yet? <laughs> like, come on. So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad Disney went back to that because um, one of the things I'm looking forward to Mark doing is when we're in Galaxy's Edge is the inter- interaction within, um, I guess you would say, that world because everybody stays in character. Like, I think I told you before, we were in, um, I think I was getting my robot. I was having a droid done. And I asked the guy, like, you know, does this thing run on batteries or is it rechargeable? And he looked at me and goes, what are you talking about? These things run on the force. And I'm like, dude, come on. I just want to know what I got to do with this thing when I get it home. So, yeah, they're they're pretty strict with that. And even when we went on the Millennium Falcon, uh, we were kind of sitting back. And I like to get information for the podcast. So I pulled the guy aside. I was like, how many of these pods are running at one time? Just to see how many people that could run through the ride. And he gives me, like, this weird look. He goes, this is the Millennium Falcon. There's only one. I was like, listen, I know this is a ride, and I know that they have to have more than one person at a time. So this guy literally gave me this look like, come here, I got a secret to tell you, and goes, there's 30 pods. So, I mean, it's almost like get fired if you tell me pods. That's how bad it is. But, yeah, it's same thing with, like, money is credits. It's not. It's it's very, very involved. And if you go and you act like a kid and you enjoy yourself, it's the best place to be. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, you, you can't go in, like, I don't think you want to go and be like a curmudgeon and being annoyed with it. If you go with the flow and enjoy the characters and the interaction, it's so much fun. You kind of have to go in there with that. With that if you can't go in there. You, you got to be a kid when you're going yeah. to Disney. I mean, uh, that's like when we bring our son, Paulie, and he hasn't been in a couple of years. He's got like that too cool for school attitude. Like he doesn't want to like kind of let loose. Like, when I'm there, I don't care. I'm going to go on the ride. I'm going to throw my hands up. I'm going to scream like a girl. I don't care. I'm going to have a good time. There's some people that go there, and they you know, they don't want to enjoy the experience, and those are the people that don't have a great time. And I'm I'm really hoping, Mark, uh, I, I think he's going to – I think it's going to blow your mind when you get there. We'll see. I'm going to go in with an open mind. Yeah, uh, and we're going to try to take it easy on him. I know he's a little older, so uh, <laughs> we don't want to overwork him. And, and that's one of the biggest problems that people have is uh, – they get to Disney and they want to try to squeeze everything in and, and they're there from rope drop till the end of the night and that'll kill you. So we do it like when we get up, we get up, we show up there. Sometimes we go back to the hotel and take a break. So uh, I, I guess that's like my biggest thing I tell people when they go is don't over, like you have to plan a little bit, but don't over plan and don't do too much because if you run yourself ragged, you're not going to have a great time. And uh, that's what I used to do to my family. And I can guarantee, like, every time it ended in a fight. My favorite lines from a movie is, I'm pacing myself, Sergeant. <laughs> that's true. You really do have to pace yourself because if you, if you run yourself out, you're there for seven days. So if you're shot after, like, three days, you're going to be miserable. And we have a lot going on just between, you know, doing all the parks, trying to show Mark as much as we can without running him down. We have the meetup on the second, which is going to be a lot of fun. And then we have a dessert party after that, which I don't know. You're not overly familiar with the dessert party, are you? This is news to me. Oh, I didn't even tell you about it? No. Oh, jeez. I should probably bring that up. If you're a member of our Crazy for Disney group, and all you should be, if you're not, go over to Crazy for Disney on Facebook. I think even I am. 
Yeah, you are. I think I threw you in every you're group. Right, I think you did. <laughs> you're, you're in all 12 of them or whatever the hell I got going on. Uh, go over there and join. Uh, what we do is twice a year in April and in November, we do a meetup. And we meet up at, uh, this is kind of, I don't know if you really discussed this with you even, the meetup. Uh, we all get together at Anaheim Produce, which is basically just a bunch of picnic tables surrounded by bars and little tiny quick food places. We hang out, we interact, we talk to people. We get a big group picture done, and then we go and do a ride if we can, whatever we have time for. Uh, this year, for the first time ever, we're doing a dessert party. And uh, obviously, this is news to Mark, so I'm going to clue him in on this one. Uh, we rented out two full patios at Fantasmic. If you've ever been to Fantasmic, uh, and I'll explain this to Mark as well, it's a giant stage show. So it's, it's a big water moat with a mountain and then they do all sorts of stuff on the mountain. They have Mickey out there and other characters. Then they have a boat ride where all the characters go on. It's just, it's lasers and water show and all that nonsense. And it's in like a theater outdoor theater type atmosphere, but behind the theater, they have these two huge patios for parties. We rented both patios out that they have and we sold it out. So we have 190 members from our group that are going to be on these two patios drinking and having snacks before the show which should be amazing. It was, uh, it was a pain putting it together. <laughs> it wound up being a real nightmare, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Basically what we're going to do is we, uh, we meet up with an event, a court, yeah, an event coordinator at seven thirty. He brings us over to the area at eight and it's going to be catered with desserts. So it's going to be, I don't have the menu in front of me, but I think it's like cupcakes and cookies and, um, Wait, no cannoli? I think there's baklava, if that helps. There's not, there's not a cannoli. Uh, and then you also have free juice and soda. And I don't think water is included. I think it's just juice and tea. I'll have to double check it. I should probably be more prepared when I do this stuff. But anyway, all that stuff's included, catered, so it's unlimited. So if you can pound down 600 cupcakes, all the power to you. And then you do this basically for an hour. You talk to friends and family and hang out. And then you go and witness this fantastic show. And then you're you're off for the night. And what's that? Saturday. That is the second. Yep, that's Saturday the second. Uh, it it's a paid event. It's already sold out. So if it's something you want to do, it's too late. We already uh, we already booked it total. Uh, it, it's amazing. Like. The way I set this thing up was uh, with Disney, you had to have at least 50 people. So I was like, geez, you know, I'll go and I'll see if I can sell 50 of these things. 50 sold out immediately. So on the big patio, I think it holds 100. The small patio holds 90. So I sold 100, like, within two days. So I'm like, you know what, give me the small patio, too. I had the other 90 sold after a couple days after that. So we had it booked full. And then there's always people that, for some reason, they got to cancel their trip or something comes up. So we probably resold an additional 30 tickets. So in essence, we probably sold close to 250 tickets oh by the time this was done. And uh, it's going to be a blast. We're going to have somebody there taking pictures. Uh, we've actually got some family there. Mark, obviously, my brother will be there. Uh, my uncle, Wayne, with his girlfriend, Heather, will be there. Uh, my Aunt Linda, who's a CM at Disney, she'll be there with her daughter, Michelle, and her husband, Steve. Oh, jeez. They're coming. They're actually coming because of this dessert party. That, that's kind of, I'll give you an idea how that is. Uh, my cousin, who I grew up with, and she's like a sister to me, contacted me about a month ago. And she's like, Rudy, can, can I get a couple of pics 
that dessert party? Like, Michelle, if you really want to go, I'll find you two tickets. And uh, sure enough, she planned a trip around this party. So she'll be down with her husband and doing the meetup and doing the, the dessert party. So it's, it's going to be pretty amazing. And uh, the one thing that Mark has that's going for him when we go down there is you get to experience it with somebody who knows what they're doing. So uh, I've got some tricks up my sleeve. I hope so. So you're, you're not going to experience it. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it can be very overwhelming. And I've heard people, like, come back and, like, it was too much and it was crazy. There are – it is going to be busy, just so you know. Yes. Um, there's a race that weekend. And uh, when they do races at Disney – it, it gets pretty busy for three, four days. Um, but, yeah, we're good with fast passes. We know how to use fast passes. We have friends that get us on rides a little quicker sometimes. So uh, we don't experience Disney the way some people do. So you're like pros at this time? I would say we've got to be as close to pros as humanly possible. <laughs> and we've I've said this before on the show. We've experienced Disney about every way imaginable. So this is – I'm actually looking forward to this because – it's nice to go with somebody who hasn't done it and kind of watch them and, and let them do their thing and kind of tag along with them. Cause like back in the past, there were things I had to do. I had to do these rides and I had to hit this restaurant. Now I could care less. So if you want to do whatever, I'll tag along and do whatever with you. If you did something and you want to do it a second time, I'll go over and do it a second time with you. We don't care anymore. Oh, good. Yeah. Most people are like, if, if they don't do A, B and C, their trip's ruined. We're there so much that if we miss two or three things that we like, we'll hit it next time. So we're going to bring Mark on all the classics. Uh, I don't know how you are with, like, like kitty rides. That's the only thing that's going to be lost on you a little bit, being that you've never been. There's some old classics that have, like, a nostalgia factor to them, which might be lost on you a little bit. I'm going in with an open mind, so I, I want to try – you know, I want to get the most I can out of the experience. You're going to love it. I mean, overall, you're going to love it, but there's rides like uh, like Peter Pan to me. It's semi-cheesy because it's a real old ride, but it's got nostalgia because I used to go on it as a kid. I don't think you'll love that, but there are old rides like uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean that if they open that up today as like a new ride, still held up. They're pretty legit. They're called dark rides because they're, they're inside of dark, and those are my favorite. Um so I think you'll have a good time at, at Magic Kingdom as well. But uh, your sweet spot, I believe, will be Hollywood Studios. I um, I can't wait for you to see Star Wars Land. I'm I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm like, counting the days down. The only thing I'm a little bit disappointed in is once the grand opening was over and they got things settled, they were supposed to interact a little more and have bounty hunters wandering around and stuff. Well, that'd be awesome. Yeah, and they haven't done that yet. I'm, I'm hoping they still plan on doing uh, that. I know. I might be unemployed soon. Uh, so you'd be a bounty hunter. Bounty hunter. <laughs> Boba Fett, you're right up. Uh, they are pushing the Mandalorian TV show quite a bit, so get the Mandalorian in there, which, I don't know, are you familiar with any of that stuff yet? Yeah, they're insane. The, um, I should mention that real quick, too. I did sign up for Disney+, Plus, which starts November 12th. Are you going to be getting that? No, and I figured you would be the number one subscriber. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. You're going to want to get it. It's only, I believe it's $6 a month. You can prepay for the year. It knocks it down to like five something a month. And uh, it's going to have the whole Disney catalog, which includes ABC, uh, ESPN. Um, yeah, because you think of like the Disney catalog, you're like, oh, great. It's going to be Frozen and yeah, no. Winnie yeah, the Pooh and they stuff. Own. Yeah, they basically own, well, they own Fox. So it's going to be all the Simpsons, all the Fox shows, the Fox movies. 
But as far as original content goes, they have a show called The Mandalorian, which is basically a bounty hunter. Uh, it's done by John Favreau, which is pretty amazing that he's doing a TV show. They're going to be having a Obi-Wan Kenobi show with Ewan McGregor coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. They've got uh, – are you into the Marvel stuff? Not really. I, I, no. Deadpool looks about it. Yeah, so that would be lost on you. In, in the Marvel Universe, there's uh, Doctor Strange is going to have a show. Uh, I'm trying to think of – the Winter Soldier is going to have a show. Uh, it, it's just going to be like this huge – it could be like Netflix, but I think better and cheaper. Yeah. So you can't beat that. But anyway, so basically what we're going to do is we're going to wrap things up tonight because I promised Mark I wouldn't hold them all day. Uh, we're going to experience this thing and then have him back on to kind of get his opinion on – I'm going to have him – he's going to have to take notes or something because he's going to be a little bit overwhelmed probably. Uh, we'll have him back on to find out what he thought of everything. And um, as always, when we're down there, I'll remind you guys again, we're there from the 27th to the 7th. If you see us, say hi. I'll be one – staring in the air. Yeah, Mark will be looking around, like, not knowing where the hell he is or what he's doing. Whole movie. Uh, come over to say hello to him. He, I'm sure he'd love to say hello to everybody. Uh, that's one of the cool experiences that you're going to see is uh, we have a lot of members there while we're down there, so we get stopped all the time, and it, that's still a little weird to me, but it, it's fun. Um, I usually have some type of goodies on me. I have stickers or bag oh, So you guys don't wear, like, matching shirts or anything? Well, I do. Yeah, sometimes I have matching shirts, but I have, like, I'll show Mark now. I've got bumper stickers. I've got I've got pins. I've got magnets. I mean, we usually carry a bag with us, and we hand this stuff out. So if you see us, make sure you say hi. Uh, if you're going to the meetup, I'm asking everybody to go to Guest Relations, and you can get a free pin. And on the pin, you can have them put your name, because I'm old. I have no memory, and I cannot put names to faces. I'm horrible with names. Yeah, I'm brutal. <laughs> Look, when I'm at work and I go to a customer, and I know most, for some, I should know their names, but I always call them like boss. I do that. Bud. Buddy or whatever. So um, it's not that I don't know who you are. It's just that I can't picture your name and your face. So that helps remind us who you are. Put your name on your on your chest, please. May I? I have a new guy at work. Yeah. He just started, been there two weeks. He says hello to me every morning. I have no clue what his name is. Every day, today he was uh, Steve. Yesterday he was uh, Brian. I, every day it's a new name. Buddy and Boss are my two favorites. Yeah, I just go with that. It makes life so much easier. Uh, oh, but the other thing we need to do when we're done is uh, Mark still hasn't bought his tickets for Disney, so we got to get him on tickets. Uh, I got him over the sticker shock because how expensive it is to go down. Uh, the one thing I was surprised on when I priced the tickets for him was how expensive Universal is. Yeah. It was, uh, if any of you haven't gone, it's 170 for one day for two parks, which I, I was, like, stunned by. Uh, luckily, we have a friend that can get tickets a little cheaper, so that helps out. And uh, I showed him how the Disney tiers everything. So if you're going to go there for a day, it's going to cost you a fortune. If you extend it out, they knock the price down per day. So he's going to be there for six full days. And make it up on the back end with the food. Well, you know what? I should throw this in real quick before we go. Um, there's been a lot of talk of, like, Galaxy's Edge not being, like, performing as well as it should. And what they always base that on is the length of the ride. And, like, they only have one ride in there called the, the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. And it, right now it's averaging between, like, 40 minutes and an hour, which sounds like a lot. But Pandora's ride, Flights of Passage, is still at two hours or three hours. And that's been open for, I think, four years now. And 
what I would love for Disney to do is show what the numbers are for what they're making in sales with lightsabers and food. Yeah, the lightsabers are what, 250 The, the lightsabers are $200 a piece. The droids are 70 Um and when you walk through there, everybody's got a lightsaber. Everybody's got a truck. <laughs> so, I mean, the merchandising there is phenomenal. And when you walk through a Disney park, usually you'll see some people carrying bags, but it's usually not a lot. They're usually doing the rides or whatever. When you go through Galaxy's Edge, I mean, there's I've seen people with three lightsabers slung over their shoulders. So, uh, I don't think you should base it on the ride because I've gone into uh, Galaxy's Edge for three, four hours and not even gone on Millennium Falcon. Just going into the shops, you know, wandering around, interacting with the characters. So I think it's really unfair because Millennium Falcon's like their B-ride. They put it out quick just so, you know, they had something for people to do. When Rise of the Resistance opens, oh, my God. <laughs> I got to show you that. When you see that, you're going to have a heart attack. But anyway, we'll wrap it up. Um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get on again before we go away. If not, we'll be back on the air after no- November seventh and we will have mark on again so i will see you guys later and i'll see you at disney bye guys take care um that went really well i thought